Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? One of those great bedrocks of truth that we find in the Word of God is found today in 1 John chapter 5. Wonderful passage of Scripture that has great promise for those who have come to Christ by faith. The Bible says this in 1 John 5 verse 13, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. Here is a great promise from the Word of God that's absolutely appropriate and effective even for today. We are returning our attention to James Russell uh, Miller's book on the inner life and the hidden life. We ha- I have begun this on uh, prayers that God will not answer because in that particular book that I've recommended to you by J.R. Miller, uh, it is a, a marvelous uh, expose of a practical Christian life, how you live out your life and what that looks like. And in that particular book, he has an entire chapter on this. This was not original with me, but this is something that Miller came up with back in the mid-1800s that spoke to a particular need that people often wrestle with. And so uh, we, uh, I, I began on this, and I'm going to take the next few podcasts to talk about it, but uh, he begins even in his book by reminding his readers that there does seem to be times when God doesn't hear us. Uh, There's times when it seems like God has kind of become deaf to our prayers and maybe even unresponsive to our cries from our perspective. There, There are times when we try to do what Jesus preached in the Sermon on the Mount when he said, seek uh, and knock and... and, Uh, ask and so on. And why is it that God sometimes does not answer our prayers? And again, uh, if it's been a while since you've listened to that, I just want to remind you that we need to understand that even these reasons that J.R. Miller is going to give for that, we need to first of all acknowledge that God does answer our prayers uh, fairly immediately. Uh, for the most part. And it may be in a way that you can't see, or maybe in a way that you would not even accept uh, from your standpoint. But he sometimes answers invisibly or imperceptibly, and he sometimes answers in a way that you just don't don't see it, or at worst, you fail to even acknowledge something that he's done. There are times when God gives you not exactly what you had pleaded for, but what in his wisdom he determined that you need. So either way, you always have to take great care before you conclude or come to that uh, that end result that you think God has not answered your prayer because your vision, just like mine, is very short-sighted and it's hard for us to see. Yet we do know that there are actually times we read of these accounts even in the Scripture when it seems that the Lord does not answer from the person, the uh, praying person's perspective, and that shouldn't surprise us uh, if you really think about how how uh, uh, short-sighted we are, uh, how narrow our focus in, how selfish we are. Uh, if we think about our own simplicity compared to God's wisdom our own finiteness compared with God's God's infinity, 
we know that God has power that is beyond our comprehension, beyond our understanding, a holiness that is is perfect. He's always just in all his ways, a wisdom that 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 we'll never be able to fathom the depths of. He has plans and purposes that are able to take in all of time and space, and he's just so much larger than we can ever, ever wrap our minds around. And if you'll think about it just for a second, our, our lives and the world around would be in a real terrible condition if God was absolutely compelled to answer each and every one of our petitions and our prayers just like we ask him to. Can you imagine an entire world of people that think they know what's best and they're praying and if God was obligated to do those exact things, what kind of world we'd live in? I think it would be a very terrible place to be. So our confidence then today is not in God answering every one of our prayers just like we've prayed them, but our confidence is in this that God has uh, that uh, that God is hearing prayers and then he is determining if when and how it's best to respond i mean if god really gets to be god with a big g if he's truly our heavenly father the one who's deeply concerned about us if we are the children that he loves and he's concerned about us, you can absolutely take it to the bank that if he does not answer, it's only because this is what's best for you. God is never uh, cruel. He's never arbitrary. He's never apathetic. He's never not caring. Uh, and, And so therefore, his inaction must actually be for our good and not for our harm. So, I want to just conclude the podcast today then with one of the ways that God expresses his love and his goodness through unanswered prayer, at least from our perspective. And let me suggest this. Uh, It's not even me. Again, this is uh, attributable to uh, J.R. Miller, but he says this, God may not answer your prayers when, if he answered them, would rob you of a blessing. Okay, did you get that? God may not answer your prayer when if he answered it, it would rob you of a blessing. That's that's really true when you pray to be le- to relieved of of suffering uh or uh, uh, freed from some burden that you have. And 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 folks, isn't it true that that's a great deal of our lives? A lot of time is spent in that kind of condition where we're going through a really difficult time, we're struggling, we're stressed, and we're begging God to relieve us of that suffering or from that heavy weight that we're carrying. Uh, You know, the Bible and our own experience in life makes it clear that God often works through those hardships in a great way and not apart from them. In fact, they end up becoming vehicles of our training and our teaching that God gives to us. And that being the case, if if God were to deliver me quit too quickly from my struggle and my trial, that would actually rob me of a blessing and an opportunity to be able to grow in my walk with Him, grow in my spiritual success. Uh, it would be to take away the very circumstance through which God is conforming me to his image. Um, 
J.R. Miller says there are some flowers that can be plucked only in the depths of valleys and only on the peaks of mountains. Uh, there are some blessings that can be gotten only in adversity, he says. So God is not going to rob you of experiencing blessings by lifting you past the means that God uses in which to make them yours, to make it special to you. And so that's one of the reasons why God often delays or is not answering prayer, at least on our timetable. Because if he, re- if he relieves us too quickly of a, of a difficult time that we're going through, because the longer you're in it, the more your eyes turn from self to the Savior. The longer you're going through that struggle, you're more apt to look to God and find your dependence ultimately on Him. And if God automatically removed that as soon as you felt it coming on, you would really be robbed of a growth point in your life. So, God may not answer your prayer, when if He did answer it right then, it would take away a rich spiritual blessing for you. Well, that's one of the ways, uh, one of the reasons why sometimes it seems God is uh, not answering prayer. And we're going to look at some more as the next couple podcasts uh, unfold. So don't forget to be here in the next podcast to listen to some other things that God does in our prayer life. God bless you. Walk with Christ. Amen.